What is going on, my fellow geeks? Three movies with elves and a guy with a white beard. Not a lot of people accept it as canon. 2022 will be the year of Star Wars. Well, I have more than just one piece of geek news. I have been Isaac Hunter. Which is like high culture, but better. What is going on, my fellow geeks, and welcome back to Raving Geeks, your weekly pop culture podcast from Central Michigan Life, where we discuss all things geek culture, which is like high culture, but better. If this is your first time joining us, make sure you follow the CM Life Instagram and Twitter pages for updates on the podcast, and look for us wherever you find your podcasts, including YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on our website at www.cm-life.com. My name is Brendan Valentine. Can't say my own name today. And I'd like to thank you all for joining me and my fellow co-hosts, who will introduce themselves in a second with our question of the week. This week's question is, if there was a movie about you, what would the title be? Um, so personally, for myself, my last name is Valentine. Um, and if this was a realistic movie about me, uh, like, like an autobiographical, like a biopic, um, I'm hoping to get my PhD and have the name Doctor in front of my name. Um, I'd want the 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 title of the movie to be Valentine the Love Doctor. Um, <laughs> that's that's my aspiration. That is, uh, don't tell the people that I interviewed for grad school, but that's the number one reason I want to get my PhD so I can be called Doctor Valentine the Love Doctor. Um, if it's like a fantasy movie, um, I don't know, Revenge of the Sith works for me. But um, yeah, Brendan Valentine, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> All right. Isaac, do you want to go next? Or? Uh, yeah, sure. Go for it. Um, switch it up hello. today. Hello. Isaac Hunter here. Um, <clears throat> if I had to name a movie, or if there was a movie about me, if it was like a biographical movie, I would want it to be called Me, Myself, and Isaac. Yeah. Like <laughs> me, Myself, and I. Um, I think that's just kind of cute little plan words. Um. I don't know if it was something else, probably like Isaac Hunter saves the universe, <laughs> but then it has nothing to do with me saving the universe. Um, I think it should be called Isaac Orc Hunter. Orc Hunter? You think I kill orcs, but you find out that I am an orc. No, your middle name is Orc. To be providing for someone. Oh, it's not even fantasy. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, everyone. My name is Help Kodoro. Um, So I feel like the majority of the time of my life, at least the last 10 years, has been related to band. So I feel like this one time at band camp would be a fantastic title. <laughs> um, or I was trying to think of like something super crazy because with ADHD and like, I mean, the big TikTok thing is follow the dopamine. So that might be a thing. My movie title about my life because we're just going, going where the ADHD takes me. So follow the hopamine. Um, or what? Uh, Hoping for insert, dopamine. I was going to insert your birth year. Uh, 97? 97, 1997, A New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> Could do that too. <clears throat> I had a manager when I worked at Noodles and Company that would make that joke all the time. He was like, we need to hire someone else. 
whose name is Hope. So we have a new Hope. I was like, nah, the original is better. What a stick with Star Wars. So, sorry, I was going to make a, a play on your last name, but then it didn't work. Nope, it doesn't. Nope. Trust me, I've but, tried doing plays on my last name. It doesn't work. Uh, I mean, if you're at a we, Renaissance fair, it works. Yeah, okay. if, if we were somewhere that used Earl as uh, as our like political representative, then mm-hmm. maybe. That's true. Yeah, instead of uh, what's the what's the show? The Good Wife, the Good Earl. Well, there was the show. My name is Earl. There's that, that. or or instead of the Good Doctor, yeah. the Good Earl, Bad Earl. Good Earl, Bad Earl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's your movie title. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much. Now to get things started, we'd like to share some quick geek news. So what have y'all got for us today? Uh, well, I'll go first on a Ooh, twist a of events one. today. Um, so I've got a few. Um, so let's see. So uh, Fast and Furious 10 has added another Marvel actor, actress, to uh, its roster. Brie Larson is joining Ooh. Fast and Furious 10. Um, it doesn't have anything of what her character is going to be yet, but I'm super excited. Um, so Jason Momoa is also in the movie, and wow. Daniela Melkor is also. Hey. And so I'm like, they Superheroes. are... <laughs> they're just like bringing in everybody to like this other big franchise they're like hey let's combine all the franchises into one what's the subtitle it's like furious 10 justice league <laughs> meets captain marvel justice avengers <laughs> um let's see here in the new disney plus uh series national treasure riley is coming back um Riley Poole and Justin Bartha is returning to play Riley. Um, Best character. Honestly, so, he is. So relatable. <laughs> I mean, he's with two people that know all these history facts and he's just like, I know things, I promise. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am excited to see Riley again. Um, in news for The Witcher, uh, season three has added Robbie Amell as a character named um Gallatin Hugh Skinner is Prince Radovid uh Menger Zhang is uh Milva and Christiel Elwin is Mistle um Ellie Mistle I I just watched the most recent episode of The Flash and Robbie Amell made a guest appearance again on the show after being gone for a few seasons but I don't think it was actually him. I think they just used like previous images, the way that he was talking on like Instagram and stuff. Oh no, that was him in the oh. one that came out yesterday. Okay. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, that was. There's no way that that was all. The CW does not have the budget to CGI Robbie Amell in for a whole new episode. <laughs> I mean, they essentially what put a mask over him later, so or over the yeah. character later. Yeah, I, I think they use him for one episode and they're going to keep it as a spoiler alert for The Flash. They're going to keep Deathstorm in yeah. instead of uh, Ronnie Raymond. Um, and then my final bit of advice is... Advice? For... Did I say advice? It's a kind of advice. 
Oops. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys. So welcome to uh, Dear Isaac Hope and Brendan, where we answer your <laughs> advice questions. Uh, news, geek news, is for Ironheart. Uh, so the director of Black Panther, uh, Ryan Coogler, is going to be directing the series Ironheart for Disney+. Plus. Ooh, that should be so, good. Nice. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to what he's going to bring to the table. No, I, I after watching Moon Knight, I need more like I need more Black Panther content because like Moon Knight and Black Panther are very closely related and I'd like to see <laughs> them interact. Yes. 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 Okay. Um <clears throat> all good news. All good news. I too was going to talk about Riley returning. Um All right. So my first piece of geek news is that Dungeons and Dragons owner Hasbro is going to buy D&D Beyond, the RPG's leading digital tool set. And so D&D Beyond is basically like, it's in a partnership with D&D right now. Uh, It's got like, you can get all the books on there and stuff, but they're digital. And then you can like make a character digitally and like roll dice digitally, and it can really help to organize things. Um, And essentially there's like, nothing's going to change, just ownership which is nice because I mean it's I don't know it'd be like I can't even think of a good example acquiring Marvel kind of they now have more money could maybe build up future projects more yeah 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 exactly that works um secondly um uh Stranger Things uh, season four trailer like came out the other day and that was really nice like straight up trailer not just a teaser and then the Duffer Brothers have revealed that the antagonist of Stranger Things season four's first, uh, the first volume, because it's going to be two volumes, uh, the character's name is Vecna. Uh, and as you know, in the previous Stranger Things, there was <clears throat> the Demogorgon, which is named after a, a demon in D&D, uh, two-headed demon prince thing. Uh, and then they had the Mind Flayer, which is named after Mind Flayers or Illithids. And now it's Vecna, who was an ancient godlike lich. Um, fans of Critical Role will know that Vecna was like a villain in one of their seasons and they even like commented on it they were like I mean when our players took care of it we never said where it went it could have went to Indiana Um, and so I mean it kind of looks like a humanoid mixed with like I don't know like a skeletal humanoid fleshy person Uh, so it looks like the monster is getting more and more humanoid but uh i was like that's gonna be a lich i when i first watched the trailer and then they released that saying it's vecna who's like a lich i was like i knew it so that's kind of cool little D thing um yeah uh brendan yeah all right so um on my end it's more speculative stuff uh but the entire internet has been wondering where is the trailer for thor love and thunder um and I've also been wondering the same thing. So uh, based on some information that we've got, um, it seems like the trailer will be coming soon-ish, um, but we aren't. We don't have like an official date or anything. Um, they said like, fil- I mean like filming's been wrapped for a while. The movie's coming out in July. It's like less than 90 days until release and we still haven't gotten the trailer, which is weird, but which Isn't could like mean the they're closest, waiting for- Like not of every, i think it's like the closest of like any movie so far that was like that we know is going to have a trailer yeah yeah well weren't they saying something about like because of the events of doctor strange like they didn't want to put thor love and thunder's trailer out until doctor strange was out 
I mean, they did the same thing with the second trailer for Far From Home because it had spoilers for Endgame. Um, but again, that was the second trailer. So I don't know. Also, I can't imagine what would happen in Multiverse of Madness that would so deeply impact the filming of Thor Love and Thunder that you can't release a teaser trailer. I mean, there was an article that said that there are more surprises in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness than there are in Far From Home, Endgame, and Infinity War all combined. And I went, so the entire movie is a surprise. No one knows what's happening. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm ready for that movie. I'm very excited. Um, it's my birthday week. Um, my finals should be done by the time I go see it. It's going to be a good week. Um, my other thing is it is now April. Um, and that means the Ahsoka series for Star Wars on Disney Plus has, uh, will start filming soon, has not started yet, but um, because filming is finally wrapped for the Mandalorian Season 3, and we will start getting uh, some, uh, I mean, I don't think we're going to get any leaked shots for the show, they do everything on a closed set, but we might start getting some concept art and uh, images from the series. Um, I'm real excited to see live action Thrawn. Um, so yeah, that's what yeah. I've got. So, for our uh, main topic today, um, what, what's in a name, Isaac and Hope? I mean, do you want to quote specifically Romeo and Juliet with it? No, I don't actually want to quote the Shakespeare play. Um, but, like, it's a good question. What's in a name? Uh, what does it really mean to put a title okay. on, your, uh, on your piece of media, whether that be a video game, a movie, a TV show? Um, what, like, what does... I'm sure that's an arduous process. Uh, we all kind of just named our own biopics a little while ago, but um, I'm sure if we brought those to a Hollywood Hollywood producer, they'd be like, eh, no. Um, so today we kind of wanted to talk about like the process of uh, you know scouting out titles for things, uh, good titles that fit really well, that gave the right amount of anticipation and description, bad titles that did not really capture uh, what the piece of media was about, and then just like fun titles. Okay. I like titles. Um, what's in a name? I mean, I know that was just your intro and like a rhetorical question, but that is a good question. It's also um, a um, quote from Lion King because it's in Hakuna Matata, Timon. Oh, Uma. yeah. What's so. a motto? <laughs> mm -hmm. So first of all, I know, Hope, you had recently yes. talked about a title that had uh, led you astray as to what was what um, that movie was yes. about. Yeah. Um, so the movie is The In-Between. It's new on Netflix and Paramount+. Plus. Um, Joey King, um, Kyle Allen, who if you look up Kyle Allen, it's the actor, not the football player. Um, but so the movie is titled The In-Between. And like they talk about The In-Between because spoiler, I mean, you know this from the trailer too, but um, Kyle Allen's character Skylar dies in the movie and it's supposed to be about like him being stuck in the in-between and like unfinished business and stuff and so I thought that like Joey King's character Tessa was going to be spending more time like in the in-between with him but they didn't spend that much time there it was more like the title was about the in-between between like the event and then when you've been able to accept the event and like start moving forward um it was just like i felt misled in a way but like also it kind of fit but it was one of those i'm like i feel like there could have been a better title for it um 
but also I felt like the trailer kind of misled you too because it made yeah. it seem like it was more going to be the in-between living world and death but it yeah mm-hmm. it's a good like I'm not saying it's a bad movie it's a good movie it was just the title and everything it kind of threw you off and misled your expectations which changed how you yeah. experienced the film yeah exactly yeah. Um, I know for me that when we talked about like talking about titles, the first thing that popped into my head was like my favorite childhood series, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, it's called The Last Apprentice series, or The Spooks Apprentice uh, here in the UK, I think. Um, And the title of the first book is called Revenge of the Witch, um, which to me is like, oh, so he got the witch in the first book, and this is the second book in which the witch takes revenge. So I spent, like, I wanted to, to, to get it at the library when I was a kid. I'm like, all right, I got to find the first one. Because obviously this isn't the first one. Um, and I was very confused. Um, and I, I, you know, eventually I got, I'm like, well, I guess I'm missing something. And then I listened to it. I'm like, no, this is definitely like uh, the first book. And it turns out over the course of the story, he like fake kills this witch like halfway through. And then she comes back and is like the main the main antagonist of the rest of the book because witches don't die. Um, so I feel like that would have been a great title if it was for an adult book for people who read the back of the book. Um, but for 10-year-old me, it was not informative because I did. I thought revenge meant this is a sequel. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of sequels, um, if you look at my background, it's uh, a thing for the movie... Uh, Breakin' 2, which is about dancing, uh, Electric Boogaloo, which is one of the best subtitles of any movie of all time, <laughs> to the point that I will add it to things in conversation normally. Uh, I don't know. Like, sometimes I'll, like, get a lunch, or, like, I'll get my lunch break, but then they'll give me a snack break, and I'll be like, lunch 2, Electric Boogaloo. Lunch um, 2. <laughs> and actually, I'm going to go on a tirade about uh, sequels for a little bit. Um, Star Wars. Uh, many people actually there's actually like a pretty funny I think it's a TikTok that talks about how all of the films are named wrong yeah um, and I I mean we can get into that but I just first wanted to point out that uh, Attack of the Clones makes you think that the clones are going to like be attacking the main characters yeah. that doesn't but, happen till the third movie that doesn't happen till the third movie um Revenge of the Sith Revenge of the Sith no yeah revenge yes. of the sith at that point there was nothing we didn't know about anything needing to be revenged yeah for real it wasn't even revenge anyway so revenge of the sith really should have been the fifth one and empire strikes back should have been the I sixth know, one the sixth one a new hope should have been phantom menace number one number four now. should be the the phantom menace should be a, a number four because you find out about the emperor I don't know. It's all confusing. I could. No. Okay. So I believe it's the first one should be, is the first one uh, a new hope or no, no. First one is rise of Skywalker. Phantom Menace should be rise of Skywalker because Anakin Skywalker, the first like real Skywalker shows up. Right. The second one should be. um... Revenge of the Sith is number two because Palpatine leader of the Sith has ordered an army to destroy the Jedi. I thought Revenge of the Sith was supposed to be Empire Strikes Back. Oh, maybe. Oh, no, okay. Sorry, I'm looking at the thing right now. Basically, Star Wars needs to be redone somehow. Like, they don't necessarily have to refilm everything, but, like, 
someone needs to go back through and at Disney and just be like, all right, here's all the actual titles. Here's the specific order they're in. Here you yeah. go. Uh, here's the, 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 what is it? The Last Jedi? I don't know. That's just, you made it, it makes it look like it's all going to be about Luke. Um, okay, so yeah, Attack of the Clones. Uh, decent movie. Maybe some bad writing. Anyways, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Uh, the next one I want to talk about is in Lord of the Rings, uh, the movies or the books. The second one is called The Two Towers. Um, but they never say what those two towers are because there are a lot of towers. And so it's like, well, it could be the Tower of Isengard, which is where Saruman is. And then the Tower of Beridur, or like that's where the, like Sauron and the mm -hmm. Eye of Sauron is. Because it's like the two towers, because they're kind of like working together in that one. Or it could be just in general, it could be Saruman, you know, I mean, Sauron, the tower of Sauron, the eye of Sauron, and then like the tower from Minas of Minas Tirith, which is like the top of Gondor. Or it could be Gondor, Minas Tirith mixed, and then uh, Minas Morgul's tower, because those are two towers. And I believe you see that in that one. It might actually be the third. No, I lied. It's the third one that you see in Morgul's Tower. And there's just a bunch of towers. And they never even, they never emphasize it. Mm -hmm. They also told him not to name the third one Return of the King because it spoils it. And he's like, no, I'm going to name it this. <laughs> That's fair. Um, it's like in the book series um, I, I read, um, there's something called the Ward Stone, but the main character's last name is, is, is Thomas. He's Ward. Um, is his last name and it's like something happened here long ago and I'm like oh so it gave away that it at the end of the book they have to sacrifice or to kill the devil they have to kill him at the ward stone and that's actually the, there's a weird time travel element of it um they wait till he's really old and about to die naturally and then they move him there and they're like well hey, no he was already old because oh. you know the devil um yeah, that's actually the, one of the weirdest things about that series is like the the main antagonist is literally just a pagan in a pagan version of the Christian devil. Okay. Yeah, well, very fun. Another one that I've thought of that like it works but also doesn't is the Shannara Chronicles, which had been on I think MTV for three. Is that seasons. based off the Sword of Shannara books? Yes. Okay. Um. But like the TV series is just called the Shannara Chronicles. And like in the first season, you learn that like who everybody believes the Shannara is, is Will's father. Um, and then Will is supposed to take up the mantle, but like he doesn't even truly know who his father is. And so it's like, how is this fully the Shannara Chronicles if Will isn't technically the Shannara? And it just got really confusing at times, but like, I know it's based off of books, so they were just trying to like, you know, like the um, um shoot, what is it called? Um, it's based off the Mortal Instruments book series, but it got turned into a show. Um, it's not Dominic Cooper, Dominic Sherwood. Um, Oh, Shadowhunters. But Shadowhunters works for like the, the TV series because they're mostly working as the Shadowhunters and like dealing with that life versus like the actual mortal instruments and everything that the books deal with. So it's like, that makes sense to name it that. But then like the Shannara Chronicles, you're like, 
but is Will actually going to be the Shannara or is he just having to take it up because he has his father's blood in it? So we, we've been saying a lot of bad titles, but I think a lot of good titles too. Like with the Maximum Ride series, it usually, um, so like the Maximum Ride series is, um, if I can, I just want to make sure I get it in the right order. Maximum Ride. Um, so you've got, you got the Angel Experiment, School's Out Forever, Saving the World and Other Extreme Sports, The Final Warning, and then it goes into like character titles. So Max, Fang, Angel, Nevermore, um, The Final Maximum Ride Adventure, and then Maximum Ride Forever. And those ones, they make sense as well because they connect with something in the story. And like Max, Fang, and Angel, are told in the perspectives of those three characters and like their versions of the story or whatever is happening. Um, so I think that those titles work really well for those books. So what other titles that are good? Because um, we've been downing a lot, so. Oh, no, I have a couple more to down real quick oh, okay. before we get into good ones. Um, first of all, for the movie, <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron, it was a day. He had control of the internet for like a day. It was not an Age of Ultron. Um, I get that you're basing it off like the comic line, uh, the Age of Ultron, and that lasted like a few weeks, I think. I don't remember the timeline of that, but it was not the Age of Ultron. Um, also, um, I would like I have a bone to pick with um, superhero movies. Stop just naming it the main character. We need more creative titles. I know the comic book thing has been, you know, name it the character that is prim primarily appearing. But with all the Marvel shows coming out, even, even the subtitle, yeah, the, the, that one, we know the characters, we know who it's going to be in, like, I wanted, I wanted the show to be called something else. Um, they've, I, I mean, they can kind of start differentiating them, like with the Marvels, like for the Captain Marvel sequel, instead of calling it Captain Marvel 2, but. Um, How do you feel about Wonder Woman 84? How Wonder Woman 19. 1984 yeah. well, because that's just the secondary title so like i don't know i i know it's hard to like really bring that property into the forefront of your marketing strategy without using that name but like i don't know i'm sure there's plenty of other like alternate alternative titles you could come up with for example in for moon knight um we could call it something else like egyptian mystery that's garbage but like i came up with that on the top of my head um, it's kind of intriguing though yeah like i you don't pay me for this and i just came up with something mediocre at best so if you paid someone thousands of dollars i'm sure they can come up with something significantly better or at least an entire list of things that you could range from and then even maneuver things around to fit each other yeah mm -hmm. um and the last thing i really wanted do you guys remember that i think it was in 2014 the movie was originally called Live, Die, Repeat. But when it was released in theaters, it was called Edge of Tomorrow. I was just looking at Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, no, I both of which are sucky titles that don't tell you, like, Live, Die, Repeat's more descriptive, but it sucks. Edge of Tomorrow sounds cooler, but it's not descriptive about what happens in the movie yeah. at all. That's true. Um, speaking of movies with two names, <laughs> um, so, uh, 
already confusing enough back to the future um, yo like, now it's a classic <laughs> name it's a classic name and we love it great movie but you remember the john mulaney skit about it yes we're going He's... back to, to the, the future, future but going to the past you should call it back to the past i know but no. yeah <sighs> And he's so right because it is confusing. And it was so confusing for people when it first came out that like even when they were trying to make the movie, they actually, some of the producers wanted to call it Spaceman from Pluto because uh, that's like the comic that the kid is reading when he first goes back in time and he's like in like his like, like a big hazmat suit. He's like reading a, a comic book that says Spaceman from Pluto. And it was like on the board for a while. And then ultimately it was rejected. And I'm so thankful because that does not, that sounds like Plan 9 from Outer Space, which is also a terrible name for a movie. Um, I have so, one that you will think that now I think is good. The Princess Bride. Uh, I was a sixth grader when I saw the movie. I was so confused because I was like, how, like, because I always thought that it was the princess's bride, not the princess is the bride and it just got really confusing yeah, to me she's a bride and a princess yeah you can't like, be both exactly no um it is better now uh what about you want to talk about song names at all because i have two examples and that is when they don't name the song one of the lyrics and you cannot find it and one is uh teenage wasteland by the who uh, I love that song, but they thought that was the title was Teenage Wasteland. The name of the song is Baba O'Reilly, but that has nothing to do with the song so much that even everywhere you find it, it is labeled as either Baba O'Reilly, aka Teenage Wasteland, or Teenage Wasteland. But <laughs> like the official name is Baba O'Reilly. Same thing with uh, the Gorillas and their song Clint Eastwood, which I love that song. Uh, that's the one that's like, I ain't happy. I'm feeling that bad. I got sunshine in a bag. But like, you could have had that as the lyrics right there. I ain't happy. Or I got sunshine in a bag. Instead, it's called Clint Eastwood. That doesn't come into it whatsoever. Do I remember, do you know the, the Enrique Iglesias song, uh, Do You Know? I remember it was on Dance Dance Revolution 3 on the Wii. I feel like I remember this. Well, the subtitle for it, like in parentheses, is called the ping pong song because he used ping pong paddles to like like the sound of a ping pong getting hit on a ping pong table as like background of, in the song. He like sampled that. And I was like, that is dumb. Just keep it as called Do You Know. Do not reference the music itself unless like there's no lyrics. That's true. It's memorable. I'll give him that. But I was like, "What the heck? That this is the this is the most ridiculous like secondary title I've heard." But I will say, if we're going with uh, if we're talking about music titles, when you look at movie scores, when they don't put like what scene it's on, yeah, like um, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, the titles of those tracks, I swear, like half of them don't even match up, and then it's not even in in any order like in order of the movie on Spotify at least. And it's just like, how am I supposed to know where this goes with the movie? Because some of us like listening in order. Like at least with the Pirates of the Caribbean, like you can follow it. But So I've been listening to this one 
piece of score from a TV show on repeat as I study because it just gives me the feels, partially because of the title. So it's the last piece of, it's like the last piece of music score for season seven of The Clone Wars. And like, it's, it's just music, but it's called Burying the Dead. And um, spoiler alert for how season seven of Clone Wars ends, but like the scene that like is playing when this music is playing is when Ahsoka Tano and Captain Rex and the um, are like burying the rest of the clones that died in the ship crash that they caused in order to stop themselves from dying in Order 66. And then it transitions to like some time later with Darth Vader picking up Ahsoka's old lightsabers and seeing all the clone helmets of his former um legion of soldiers and i'm like oh it just gives me goosebumps every time um but like that title burying the dead i'm like so good i just listen to all of lord of the rings the entire lord of the rings soundtrack and they do a good job i mean some stuff is confusing because it's based on the book they do a lot of book titles but then sometimes it's like you know what's going on because of the name like concerning hobbits has to do with the beginning of the movie when he's writing about hobbits the Black Gate has to do when they're at the Black Gate. I will like say, that. I like the um, for the original uh, Lord of the Rings um, theme song. I'll call it theme song. It was basically like written off the books before the movies. Yes. And I played it in band a few years ago. And I will say, I thought I didn't like it at first because it was titled The Lord of the Rings. And I was like, oh, it's with the movies. And then, but it was so cool and like actually went with like the Shire and everything. And I was like, okay, scores written for books work perfect if you get the right feeling for it. Yeah. But I was like, that works very well. Uh, just big orchestras. <clears throat> um, I guess a little movie fun fact. Did you guys know that Ghostbusters was almost Ghost Breakers? Because they didn't have the rights to Ghostbusters when they were filming it. And so in every single scene where you see signs that say Ghostbusters, and even when they go through the town and everyone's cheering Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, they had to fill those all twice with secondary signs that said Ghost Breakers and everyone chanting Ghost Breakers. Uh, but luckily they got the rights to that title. I was gonna say, is it because the song came out first? It was actually, it was owned by like a really, like someone had an old, like patent on the name, I don't that not uh, trademark the name a long time ago for like their own small TV show. Interesting. Yeah. So switching gears a little bit, I know. Hope you mentioned more like uplifting and good titles. Um, so with this part of it, I feel like like yeah, we can like say good titles, but I want to say like what makes like a good title, like examples of ones that like people should aspire to like create a title that is that good and encapsulate encapsulates your piece of media. Um, the first one that popped into my mind was Knives Out. Um, it's a very simple title. Um, but like, and if you watch like the first, you know, two thirds of the movie, it doesn't make sense because there's no knives. But then when you like think about it, it's like, you know, backs the idea of backstabbing and all of like the weird, like metaphorical imagery around knives. And then with like the whole climax of the movie where like with the line, like, um, some people are such fools that they can't tell the difference between a real knife and a prop one. Uh, like that whole thing that that came together really well, and the whole the whole like mystery murder mystery like family deception theme works really well for that imagery, and I thought that was really really good, very well played. And I think the thing to take away from that is like 
you want a simple title that gets around the the deeper meaning of your story not just the surface level here are my characters yeah okay no that's i agree with that um i have a small list but it might take a bit to go through um, i have a few more that i thought of i will say that in general, I think that John Green does a good job at naming yes. books. Um, like everyone, name a John Green book now. Looking for Alaska. Uh, Abundance of Catherine's. Falcon or Stars. All yeah. good. All <laughs> I was good. trying to think of. <laughs> you took stars both of mine. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go with not one of the mainstream ones. <laughs> you um, took both of all the, the way ones. down. Okay, there we go. That's another good one. The the Anthropocene reviewed is just a <laughs> solid name. That is a solid name. Also, the fact that he says it right is very nice. Yes. Instead of Anthropocene. Yeah. Ooh, yuck. Turtles all the way down. Um, ooh, that reminds me. Um, Hank Green does a decent job, too, in his yes. books, if you've seen him. Uh, a, yeah. a Beautifully Foolish Endeavor. What was his um, recent one? I just got his recent one. Shoot. Is that not what it is? A Beautifully Foolish Endeavor? No, I think it's a different one. Hold on. Maybe it is. It sounds familiar, but it could be not that. <laughs> I follow Hate Green on TikTok, and I was like, I'm going to buy his book. I listen to his podcast, and I, I also uh, feel like I need to buy his book. Uh, we have his books, and they're, they're great. I haven't read them yet, but Steph has. Um, um, it's an, an incredibly remarkable thing, right? Or something like that? It's an absolutely remarkable thing. An absolutely remarkable thing. Yes, that's the one I have. Um secondly so there's an author called johnny sun he is a poet he's a writer he's worked with uh with manuel but he's got a book called everyone's uh alien when you're an alien too but it's spelled weird like alien has a b in the middle it's like a-l-i-e-b-n and then you is you are else and then his name is even wrong on the front it's johnny sun instead of johnny sun that just reminded me of the word subtle with a and, b in the middle and is it it's like a picture book but it's also kind of like a feel good almost it's a type of poetry almost that just reminded me of the vine where it's like hi my name is michael with a b and i've been afraid of insects my whole life it's like wait 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 uh where what where's the b there's a b, <laughs> there's a b? <laughs> oh my god there was an entire band camp week that people would not stop saying that like every section i think that was when that one was popular but i used to um, quote i still quote vines daily well there's I, also the one that's oh. making a comeback the boo ah stop you almost I, made me drop my croissant or like the whole like tiktok trend where it's like like the vine Sorry, yeah. Isaac, we completely... <laughs> well, I mean, that adds to... Uh, Vine is a brilliant name. Uh, For TikTok, app, yeah. TikTok, I guess, is, has a good sound to it, but... Well, I mean, when people go, the clock app is calling me out again, you immediately know it's TikTok, so, yeah. like... Mm -hmm. um, um, my favorite is there was there's an app I play on my, my iPad. I'm an iPad kid. Um, it's a Pokemon game. It's called Pokemon Masters, except when they, like, updated it, it's Pokemon Masters EX. So when you put it as a hashtag, it reads Pokemon Master Sex, which was a poor choice in marketing. Was Do we need to bleep that out? Because that is what it says in the hashtag. Um, 
that's that's a good idea. I like titles that <clears throat> have like two meanings, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Goodwill Hunting. Yes, that's a good movie title. His name is Will Hunting, but they're also looking for Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great movie too. If people haven't oh, seen it. Oh, I love that movie. Watch that one. Um, I was kind of like looking at a few of here. The Shawshank Redemption is great. Um, weirdly, I like the title The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. That's a very fun, t- like, it's oh. fun. It talks about, like, it, it, it's a little, like, surface level because, like, it's about the the actual, like, guide to the galaxy. But I don't know. It's it's deeper than that. I think it's fun. And, I mean, they keep going, too, The because uh, it's the u- restaurant at the end of the universe, life, the universe, mm-hmm. and everything. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Mostly harmless. And then, and another thing is the final book. Which I haven't read. Two older young adult novels. And I say older, knowing that when I was in middle school, the one movie came out. Um, Hoot and Holes. holes. First off, holes. Like the fact that there's so many holes. Um, not in the plot, but they do a really good job of like making sure the plot doesn't really. It's so good. Like, so, um, I didn't realize I was watching um Psych the other day. I didn't realize Gus is in holes. Yeah, yes. and then they Hill. reference holes and yes. Gus hasn't seen the movie. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what that is. Dewey Hole plays Sam. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, because he's the reason, whole reason why uh the lady I, becomes all I can uh, fix that. Yeah. That she yeah. and so yeah. Um, but then Hoot, because like I find it like it's funny in the way that like the fact that um oh shoot uh what's the brother's name not the main character um he can catch those stupid little fish um I can't remember but it was funny because I was like wow so they have a lot of little like puns in this so it's a hoot um but then also (laughs) hoot because they're you know, owls it's, and saving owls. It's a gas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily think this would work now, but calling a book 1984, <laughs> like in the 40s when yeah. that was written, was ballsy on George Orwell's part. 2084. Um, well, just all of George or Animal Farm. George it's like Orwell an animal a- farm, but mm-hmm. it's so much more. Yeah, well, the thing with 1984 is, like, it's literally just a year, and he could have picked any year, but now you say 1984, and it means something. Like, I feel like a title that, it was, the it was like, the novel itself that, like, changed what that meant, but, like, choosing a title that simplistic and then making it mean so much afterward is very impressive on his yeah. part. Um, uh, speaking of classics, uh, I have To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. that's that's a good one i like ones that make you almost think like what is it about uh mm-hmm. to kill a mockingbird uh silence of the lambs you're like what <laughs> um the good the bad and the ugly but actually that um, was almost does, that notes. just to kill a mockingbird reminded me of a little family guy clip where it's like oh it's almost as good as when they say the title of the movie in the movie <laughs> and then it's like all right, Lois, it like cuts to a Superman clip. He's like, all right, Lois, I think this means I have to be Superman 4, Quest for Peace. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I did the thing. 
Yeah. Well, like with To Kill a Mockingbird, it makes sense. The, like, the, the quote is in the book, but then sometimes it's shoehorned in there. I, I try to find that. I try to pick it out in movies if I hear it. I'm like, oh. Well, I mean, if you're going to go with that way of um, claiming a great title, we got to point out Psych. I mean, the fact that like that becomes the name of their company. Well, so and the whole like there. double entendre of it too. And the song. Yeah. Yes, the theme song. Yo, I just watched the episode where like with the Spanish soap opera and the theme song oh. is in Spanish. And I like it threw me off and I was like, no, please give me the original song back. I'm going to be trying to sing it in Spanish and I don't know Spanish. Psych you out in the end. But yeah, no, if you're talking about ones that have multiple meanings, psych as a title is very, very good. Um, I also like the scrubs. Yeah. Because, you know, you're talking about people who literally have to wear scrubs all day, but also, you know, it's in like the brackets too. So it's just like, by the way, mm-hmm. this is just part of it. It's not the whole thing. And I think that's fun. I did think of another one that kind of bothers me though. And when Isaac, when you were talking about um, musicals, rent. They rent, literally, rent kind of bothers me because like the only time they talk about paying rent is the very first song. Yeah. Like, and then the rest of the show has nothing to do with the fact that they are not paying rent. It's just anything. like that other one. Um, what's it called? Hamilton. They mention him in the first part, and then they never say his name ever again in the entire show. Wait a minute. He he <laughs> lied to your face because they say it over a hundred times over the course of the entire freaking play. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not right. No, um, have you see, have you seen um, the TikTok where they count whether there's more Alexanders or Hamiltons in the whole play? <laughs> it's Hamiltons by a lot. Yes, because there's a lot of times where they just refer to him as Hamilton. Well, you'd think his wife would call him Alexander. Well, yeah. Alexander, the son is nine years old today. That's just a little, but, little bit of Isaac singing there. Um, musical six. Do either of you know about that one? Six, the musical. I don't think so. It is about King Henry the Eighth's six Cold wives. Large Henry the Eighth, supreme head of the Church of England. That one. Uh, no, this one no. is about his ex-wives. Yeah, so, no, I thought that I thought that TikTok clip was from that music. Maybe it is. I don't <laughs> remember. Um, but because I've been listening to the opening song on repeat for a while because that's been stuck in my head but so the whole fun of um divorced um beheaded died divorced beheaded survived like the fact that they put that into the play as well like um but just the name six yeah you're like oh okay so what is six and so it's intriguing and you're like okay now i want to learn more about it is it just a random number or is it so much more musicals i feel like musicals do a decent job with titles and if it's a bad title for a musical it's usually serves a purpose sometimes mm-hmm. um like uh as I was, during the break i was talking about how uh harry potter is kind of monotonous title um you know blank blank and like don't get me wrong like i love those i love harry potter uh 
because I think and then Percy Jackson isn't it Percy Jackson and the Olympians and then it's like yeah. the title uh but musical a very Potter musical is a good play on words because it's very pottery as in Harry Potter but that rhymes with Harry <laughs> okay so Tom Felton posted a TikTok the other day because you can now there's now a filter that tells you what kind of apple you are don't ask me why people are making these smash um but so he literally did this filter until he got the granny smith apple and i sent up to my best friend i was like didn't draco eat a granny smith apple at some point in the harry potter movies and prisoner of azkaban yeah and so we decided that 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 it is further confirmation that tom felton is uh, the version of Draco that was raised solely by his mother and had nothing to do with his father. Um, I don't care what anyone does or says. I will never like Draco Malfoy. He is no, he does not get redeemed ever. He's still a jerk. Wait, but have you seen a Harry Potter musical? I have not. <laughs> that it's on YouTube. There's a Harry Potter musical, a Harry Potter sequel, and a Harry Potter senior year. And Draco is played by a small girl named Lauren Lopez and it's just funny and it is highly inferred that lucius elfoy is not draco's dad and it is in fact dobby the house elf <laughs> <laughs> isn't darren chris in Harry potter musical yes he wrote okay. them and he wrote the music oh well he, he wrote the music for him uh and he plays if we're talking fun titles i have to have you ever seen on youtube where they took star wars revenge of the sith translated it in to mandarin and then translated it back into english yes. the title goes from star wars revenge of the sith to uh backstroke of the west um, <laughs> that, that's what it is it's very funny if, i mean if, i think i've recommended it on the pod before um but <clears throat> if you haven't seen that i highly recommend it i might i might put that on in the background tonight Star Wars The Third Gathers, Backstroke of the West HD is on YouTube. Boy. Oh, it's good. All right, any other titles that really stick out as like exceptional, exceptional titles? Saving Private Ryan. It's so straight to the point. <laughs> That's what they do. Um, I mean... I I know we you were talking about this earlier with like the superhero movies being named like Iron Man, Iron Man one or two, Iron Man three. Um, but the movies that Disney is coming out with lately that's of like the villains, so Maleficent, Cruella, because that just tells you that it's going to be in their point of view, and like I think that that's more important than like Sleeping Beauty reversed or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. like you want to know? So. That's fair um disney does a lot of those in general though like snow white moana the princess and the frog does not have the name of the princess need the uh that one is a good title because and you think brave uh tangled tangled which they hit a point where they stopped yeah um but the princess and the frog i really like that one because um one you think of the story yeah you know the typical story of oh the princess kisses the frog and then you know live happily ever after because it turns into a prince 
but then the movie turns it on its head and it's like but she's not technically the princess and like has to go through yeah. the whole thing yeah no that's great movie great title um i was gonna say lord of the rings but actually it uh it kind of like when i first watched it i was like when i was a little guy i was like yeah frodo's the lord of the rings because he's got the ring but no the lord of the rings is sauron and they they kind of only mention it once and that's when gandalf is facing saruman the white and he goes, there's only one Lord of the Rings, and he does not share power. And then they fight. Nice. So there you go. <laughs> well, um, as always here on Raving Geeks, we do like to end with some uh, recommendations for our viewers, whether that be movies, video games, comics, or anything else geeky. Um, uh, hosts, would you like to start? Um, okay. So the new Cheaper by the Dozen movie with Gabrielle Union and Zach. Zach Graf. Graf. Okay. I was like, I feel Graf? like that's a kid from my high school. Um, but yeah, no, Zach Graf from Scrubs. Um, they are, so it was kind of weird because they kind of made it think of the movie Hours, Mine, and Hours of like it's a blended family versus just like the original Cheaper by the Dozen where they, all of their kids are their biological kids. Um, but it, it was kind of like, a mo more modern version of the first um, Cheaper by the Dozen movie, the original one, but then also added more to it. I felt like it added more to it because it was more about like blended families and especially like if you have a stepmom or stepdad or half siblings and like what happens when uh, your biological mom or biological dad is still in the life and like how the parents interact and um, so I thought it was, I thought that one was really cute and really funny. Um, so yeah, I recommend The New Cheaper by the Dozen. Okay. Um, I really liked the old one, so I'll have to see the new one uh, and think of it as its own thing. Um, I would recommend Killing Eve, but uh, not a lot of people are happy with the finale. I haven't finished it. There actually something happened in an episode and I didn't like it and I haven't watched it since. Um, I do want to say that the title of Raving Geeks is a good title. I forgot to say that. We have a good title as a podcast. We do have a good title of our podcast. Yes. It's it's good. Um, we didn't create it. I like, but we speaking of podcasts uh, and titles, <clears throat> was it Creepy Culture? Is that the other CM Life one? Another yeah. CM? That's one, of, that's one of the other ones, yeah. But it's, but it's spelled like the K, right? Mm -hmm. I think that one is very unique and, <clears throat> and good for people who like like that aspect of 3D culture. I think that was another cool title. Um, but I don't think I've actually watched that one. Recommendations. Um, like I said, it would have been that I've been watching a lot of It's Always Sunny, and I will recommend that. Uh, we just I just watched the the Christmas episode where uh, Charlie bites a mall Santa's neck. Um, <laughs> good stuff. All right. I can't wait for him to be Luigi. <laughs> um, so I have uh, two book series actually that I wanted to recommend if I haven't recommended them before um, the first one is called the tunnels series it's about um, this whole um, this kid that discovers this whole civilization under the crust of the earth it, they're also humans but there's also this other like race of creatures called the sticks that are similar to humans but not 
Um, it's, it's very, very good. There's like six books, uh, Tunnels, Deeper, Freefall, Closer, something, Ooh, and then Terminal. It sounds terrifying. I don't like oh, Tunnels. It's real like good. Tunnels. It's real good. Um, it's creepy, but it's good. Um, I, I read it when I was younger. I, I kind of want to reread it. And then the other one, um, the series is called um, The Princess Frog. So like, if you like The Princess and the Frog, the Disney movie, similar concept. The princess kisses the frog, turns into a frog, and then they have to like go through that. But that's just the first book, and there's more books in the series that follow that. Um, and like, there's multiple points in the series where she turns back into a frog again. But like, <laughs> it's it's about her gaining magic powers as well, and like ruling over her kingdom. Um, so it was actually pretty good. I also remember listening to that one on audiobook as a kid. So highly recommend. Authors E. D. Baker for that one. So uh, that's all we have for y'all today. Thank you for joining us here on Raving Geeks. Make sure you leave a comment wherever you're listening from. We'd love to hear what you thought about what we talked about today or anything you want to hear us talk about in the future. Also, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter at Raving Geeks as well as on TikTok. And as always, I've been Brendan Valentine alongside my fellow co-hosts. Hope Goodrow. And I have been Isaac Hunter. <laughs> Stay geeky and have a great weeky, everyone. So long.